Hello and welcome to TLS Tales Podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, it's just a bit of a rabble rouser, a little bit of a mix of different topics I'm going to be talking about this week, going from run with the wind to me going to Japan for two weeks and uh, you guys missing out on the podcast for three weeks and a plenty of other topics along the way. So join me as I meme along, uh, say a lot of random crap that may make you laugh from time to time and also make some references that you may not get but at the same time are still slightly funny. 90% of the time I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, (laughs) And I will be having a great time. The past few podcasts, while they have been a little bit serious, I have made sure that they are as fun as possible. And there's something positive to be taken from each of them. They seem to have done well, so I will continue to make some of those subjects when I get back from Japan. So starting off on the positive, yes, I'm going away to uh, the weeb central of the world. The inner nerd within me is crying with absolute tears of joy. Konnichiwa, you magnificent bastard! I've had so much sex with my body pillow that it stands on its own now. And is going to be having a fantastic time flying from London Heathrow to uh, Tokyo Hanada uh, next weekend. So I am really excited about that. Going to be traveling from Tokyo. Going to be spending, I think it's two, two days to begin with in Tokyo. Then going down to um, Hakone for a day day or two basically, get back, fly down to Osaka, spend some time in Osaka, down to Hiroshima, get the bullet train up to Tokyo, a few more days in Tokyo, and then fly back home. And it's gonna be, you know, you know when you're like mentally, mentally just like exhausted. That's what's happened to me over the past couple of weeks, uh, just because seven months of just constant work and like no holiday whatsoever and I've like split my holidays at the beginning uh, of March and then having another holiday in October never ever doing that again I know you're probably like poor me poor me he's having to work seven months in a row and I feel you then stop acting like you've got any right to feel sorry for yourself we're living in a hell you two created are you proud of yourselves you're not one of us you've never been you're not even human anymore I totally understand that because there's that's part of like my inner voice is also saying that at the same time like how dare you moan about like having to work for seven months or there's people out there in a much worse situation than you but at the same time i also understand that i am very much like my parents they love to do regular holidays to be able to get themselves back into that positive mindset and to be able to be the energetic and positive person in the workplace as well as being somebody who can put as much effort as they can into their work and into my podcast as well. I don't want to let any of my viewers and listeners down with any lackluster product. God damn it, not giving any of that shit out there. Fuck that. Um, excuse my French, but you know, it, 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 it's... I am definitely an effort person from a very early age. I don't know about yourself, but I got I got basically got told you're a very average school person. You're getting B's and C's throughout your entire school career. Enjoy. Ironically, I would get a first class degree in computer science down the line. So it shows how little they knew. Why is everyone so fucking stupid? Why aren't more people intelligent like me? Uh, but at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, uh, I was very much told he's very good at effort. <laughs> which has paid off for me down the line and I don't know about you but if you put your mind to something and you really want to to go through with it and you really want to push forward with something then and you put all your effort into it you get uh 
all of the reward. You know, one of my favourite things that my mum used to say to me all the time when I was younger is if you put, the effort you put in will be the reward you get out. So if you put the effort in, you'll get something out of it, no matter what you do. And she's fucking right, man. Like, every single time I've, I've put my willpower and my effort into something in my life, I've been rewarded for it. So I think that's something very much for everybody. Uh, I genuinely believe that... And, and by the way, like, obviously there's levels to this. Like, I'm not saying, like, you're going to become a, you know, just by putting effort in, you're going to become a professional footballer immediately by doing so. I'm not oh, saying oh, that. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Or vice versa within any sport. I'm just saying, like, whatever you put in, you will get something out of it, whether that be, um, you know, just being faster or being stronger, being smarter. Like, you'll, you will be in your own mind. And again, bringing back to those rules of life, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. You know, you, you could easily find yourself going, oh, God, like, it's, it's, it's so easy nowadays to, to compare because of social media and because of all the information out there. And it's very easy to forget that if we were to go back 100 years, you'd be fucking lining up in the soup kitchen for your daily bread and water. So just remember that for a second. Like, it's a nice little turnaround and that we are floating on a rock going through time and space at 100 billion miles an hour where stars are burning at flaming amounts so hot that, you know, perspective is everything at the end of the day. So, life is a gift, enjoy it while, it's, while you're here. And you're probably like, whoa, this is too much, man. Like, this is, this is far too much. And you're like, yes, yes, it is too much. Sometimes it is, and I like to shock you into it. And, so, and then, then you can start to go, yes, it's all coming together now. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> I know, I now understand the universe. <laughs> but there's also a part of me that's thinking to myself, like, if you don't put the effort into anything, you could also become like a couch potato, basically. And I've seen that as well, where people basically just don't try in the first place, you know, with anything in their lives. They're like, well, I might as well not try in the first place because of existential crisis. I'm having such a bad life. Me, 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 oh, poor me. And I love Robin Williams' joke where he said, poor me, poor me, another drink. I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> and it's like, this is this is the thing. It becomes so easy to fall into that trap of self-sabotage almost. And to, to, to say to yourself, like, I could easily just you know, sit down and collapse and nobody would care. But then you have to, you know, one of my favorite things I'm thinking about all the time that really gets me into that positive mindset is at the end of the day, like the only person I'm gonna have to answer to when I die is me. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be answering to my parents. I'm not gonna be answering to friends or family. I'm not gonna be answering to girls. It's gonna be me. And literally I've got to live with the actions that I do. And the same is for you, whoever you are. This is life. Life is a reflection of you. And I genuinely, one of my favorite Red Dwarf sketches, like, you will not get this reference, I'm sorry. For those who are um, below the age of 25 or even, be even below the age of 30, let's just put it that way, you're not going to get this because you probably haven't watched Red Dwarf. But there was a fantastic episode, right, where they were judged by this thing called the Inquisitor 
the Inquisitor went through time and space and he would eliminate anybody he, he saw as not living a worthwhile life. Basically, you know, just rotting away and doing crap jack shit, which meant that Rimmer and Lister were fucked because they had been doing exactly that. They've been going through time and space on a ship doing jack shit. <laughs> oh, Smeg. Other than eating curries and drinking beers. Now, doesn't that sound like England on a Saturday night? <laughs> Literally, just go onto YouTube and type in. Uh, uh, what was it? What was I thinking of the other day? It was um, uh, bread gang, or the you know the the gentleman who eats the microphone when he's asked what's something your mum doesn't know, and he's like, oh. Come on, England. You tell us something your mum doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, just like gobbles up the microphone like this is this is this is the true England the real England that everybody outside of England doesn't understand they think they're all you know what the funniest thing is is like they all think um uh every Englishman sounds like this they sound very proper and we are all very very well mannered and while I like to think I'm a very well mannered person outside of the UK so I re represent the country quite well Everybody else isn't really, let's be honest. Like, there's a lot of drunkards going around the world making us look pretty bad. Let's be let's let's be damn damn serious here. You can just say the words, you know, Ibiza and Mykonos, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But back to my original point <laughs> was that the Inquisitor would make a judgment, and ironically like you would with God, you would think like, oh, God's just this almighty being. He'd know everything. But actually the Inquisitor would reveal, take off his helmet and the person judging you was you the whole time. But how do I know I'll get a fair hearing? Because like all who stand before the Inquisitor, your judge shall be yourself. Lister was judged by Lister, Rimmer was judged by Rimmer, and this is the thing. What if it is like that? You get there and you're just judged by yourself, and they're just like, no you didn't, you didn't do that. Yes you did, you did this. Do you remember when you did this, you asshole? <laughs> like, like, this is the thing, is what if that's the case? Because at the end of the day, then this becomes unlimited source of motivation for you to just, you know, to a level, be a little bit more selfish in your life, because Everyone uses the word selfish as if it's like a negative, but actually, what if it's a real positive to some extent? And that you have been, like, real good example. People who are self-sacrificing, I see it all the time, amazing people. Some of my family, like, they are, without a doubt, self-sacrificing people who will sacrifice themselves in order for the happiness of others. And that's an amazing quality to have, and I love it about them. However, to, it can be to the point where they're so self-sacrificing that they get themselves in a negative spiral, and I see that as well. So it is, to some extent, some people really do need to be more self-selfish, where they take into their hands their own love for themselves, their own needs, and they have to understand what they actually want to get out of life at the end of the day. Because otherwise you're going to be saying to yourself, damn, I wish I'd gone to Yosemite, or damn, I wish I'd gone snowboarding in the, or I wish I'd gone surfing in here, or wish I'd gone and played football, yeah, wish I'd gone and got that coffee yesterday. There's so many ways to think about it. As you can see, my mind accelerates at 50 miles an hour, like, so, so quickly when it comes down to these sort of things, because when I go on walks, and I'm listening to music, uh, I'm always thinking about things for the podcast, I'm always thinking about life in general, 
and it becomes so easy to get into that mindset of thinking and being positive and ha when, when you've got the right music going. And this is something that came to my mind as well. It's like, I have such a relationship with music where if I'm listening to a song that I have an association with a place and that song, for instance, Daft Punk, the whole album of, I believe, uh, <laughs> God, this is gonna, it's the 2001 album. And I always associate the waves of Cornwall because I went on a holiday and I remember listening to it for the first time and traveling down to Cornwall with my family. And I remember walking along the coastline in the mornings when it was nice and cold and sort of coolish in the air, beautiful sea breeze, and then listening to that music. And I don't know about you, but that, that's such a nice association. So whenever I'm listening to these this music when I'm going on walks, it's not I, I get taken away a little bit, almost like a, a nice just moment to remotely tap into the past it's it's so strange i don't know if you can relate to this at all it's something that's kind of beautiful when it comes down to just listening to music and i heard from andrew huberman recently that people who listen to music actually have uh, i think it's for an hour a day or something crazy like you know even just an hour of of listening to music makes you more creative as a person which makes so much sense actually in terms of why i do the podcast and where my mind goes and all of these things and how to be creative yeah, I listen to a lot of music, uh, and I love listening to music. Music just kind of... It's difficult to discover new music as you get later into life, uh, because when you're younger, you're just so susceptible. Everything's new, everything's fresh, and then you develop a taste, and it's hard to get out of that taste. And it just kind of pushes you into that uh, genre. For instance, for me, I was very much within the punk rock genre within that region for a very long time and then I got into jazz and then I got into lo-fi and it's like okay I've got those three genres what else do I like well I like a little bit of you know I've got my cheesy 80s sort of from my parents which I love I love my Christmas music when it's when it's relevant of course too early to be playing Christmas music by the way if you friggin think if you know this is Halloween period of time this is Halloween this is Halloween <laughs> not Christmas music, goddammit. If I hear, I literally went onto Spotify the other day and literally looked and it said, promoting Christmas music. I'm like, hold oh, still, you bitch. What? What? No, 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 no. Come on. Come on, no. You son of a bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> How dare you? Far too early. And I went into Tesco's as well recently and I literally saw they were already selling like Christmas calendars. I was like, geez, like how is that even possible that people are that early on? It just oh, anyway. Back to back to the original sorry, to side tangents. Just just chucking in the side tangents today. You're gonna have to deal with this energy. Um I had I had uh, three coffees today. It's just ooh, you know <laughs> one of my mates was saying today he took too much pre-workout and this is this is what coffee's doing to you know you know I don't have the shakes thankfully because that would mean I'm actually drinking too much caffeine. But I uh I recently have cut down way down. I've stopped taking pre-workout because I realized like my sleep was really bad. I realized like I was I was just waking up tired and that my highs and lows were just so up and down rather than just kind of smooth which is what I'm looking to get rather than friggin just all over the place in terms of 
when caffeine messes with your sleep, you wake up tired, you get more caffeine, you you know, get back to a steady, normal state of consciousness, and then you do it again. And it's this horrible cycle of up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm trying to remove that. Hopefully when I go to Japan, I can, you know, I'll be so active that it won't, I won't need as much caffeine as normally. Because actually, for me personally, it's not when I'm active that I'm tired. It's when I'm doing nothing that I get tired. When I say nothing, when I'm at work sat down, that's what I mean. When I'm sedentary, that's what I should be using. And, and that for me kind of puts me into this kind of negative cycle of coffee, 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 wake myself up because you're, you're just focusing mentally and mental exhaustion is different to physical exhaustion. So there's no, there's no such thing as mental caffeine, if that makes sense. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's difficult to, to describe because, you know, obviously there's creatine to help you with like mental cognition, but I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to try like lion's mane and a couple of other things to be able to find ways of getting that cognitive focus without having to like lay back on caffeine. Uh, it's just one of those things because I can't imagine myself getting to my, you know, I'll still be working in my forties and fifties. I don't really want to get to the point where I've built up such a high caffeine tolerance that I have to have like six coffees a day to be able to concentrate at work. It's just not the ideal nature. And as well, it's, you know, ca caffeine in small doses is really good for you. I remember seeing uh, a clip from Rogan where uh, one of the scientists said he took three months off caffeine. And then when he had one cup of coffee after those three months, it was like psychedelic. It was just like off the chain. And that would be, you know, I've never, you know, when I first tried coffee, I don't remember it ever being that uh, intense. I remember it being very, oh, that's nice. But I don't remember ever feeling... <laughs> you know, having trippy dreams. Maybe because I'd had tea beforehand, but I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I always think to myself when I was young, I wish I'd had coffee when I was at school. I know that's a bad thing, but when I mean that, I mean in sixth form, because I always remember feeling really tired all the time in sixth form. And if I'd had coffee, I would have been able to focus more. And that was one of the things at university, I was always able to re-amp myself with exercise and caffeine. And I think that's why I got a much better mark overall in terms of my, uh, you know, degree because I was able to keep that high level concentration throughout of it. It's why my work does well. It's just frustrating, you know. This is another thing: reflection upon the past. You, as the listener and the viewer, know this more than anyone else. How frustrating is it knowing now in your twenties or late twenties or whatever age you are, looking back in the past and being like, "I wish I'd friggin' knew that back then." Like it's so annoying. It's so no, you know. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but at the same time, it's just like, it's like, I wish I did. It's it, there's so many things. There's so many things. Like I wish I'd started you know, lifting weights younger, I wish I had run younger, I mean, to be fair, I started running at 19, like, you can't, you know, when you're 19, you don't think you're young, but, you know, 19's, like, really, <laughs> really early, early on in your life, uh, and I didn't start lifting weights till I was 23, but, you know, and this podcast, again, wish I'd started it earlier, it, it, there's so many things, at the same time, the podcast, again, I don't know if I had as much life experience, if I'd had if I'd done it earlier, I wouldn't have had as much life experience, and so I wouldn't be able to tell as many stories, or be able to put together as many ideas, or to be able to be able to recognise the humour in life, to be able to laugh, to be able to understand you, the viewer, the listener, to be able to you know comprehend the world around me, and actually be able to create some sort of 
story around it and some sort of listenable uh, podcast. You know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense now, but back then I think it would have been fun for me to have some sort of creative outlets because I was always trying to find it. You just, you know, with cameras, I would try photos, I would try video games, I would just find through hanging out with other people trying to find new ways of doing things. And I never really found my own creative outlet. Uh, and it's funny, isn't it? That you have to do so many things. You have to, and your twenties is such an experimental phase. Like you try this, you try that, you do this, and you're like, I don't like this, I don't like that. And then you get, you know, later into your twenties, you're like, Ah, oh, I, I like this. I like that. I don't like this, so I can avoid this, and I can do that. And it's really nice. I mean, one of the things I'm really excited about. I know this is silly, but I'm getting a a brand new car um, in a couple of weeks' time when I come back from Japan. Really excited for me for you boring blah, 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 egotistical maniac stuff there i know i know i know but you know human me for a second it's not the car itself it's the freedom it comes with and I don't mean like freedom that I don't already have because I do have a lot of freedom, amazing freedom. Uh, I'm traveling to Japan for God's sake, like it says, it says everything you need to know. But what it is, is I'm going to be able to finally be able to go to the track meet, uh, and so the track that's just on the outskirts of Newbury. Uh, I really want to go there to be able to speed up my runs, to be able to go on a really flat surface and to be able to get as fast as I possibly can. And that's something I've never been able to do before because all the surfaces I run on are quite hilly. Uh, there's always going to be some sort of elevation. And I want to be able to test my short runs. I want to be able to do like a, a 5K and do it, you know, that's a really, really short run, like three miles. And I want to just sprint it, all out sprint, all out go, and just see how fast I can go for it. And after re-watching Run With The Wind, recently it's just reignited that love for, for running i've always loved running I, i've only realized now how much i've loved running um running for me when i was younger it used to be arduous journey now i just I, I just think about how much i love it and for me it's a love-hate relationship in terms of how much i can do it you know for me it sucks in the terms of if i do it more than three or four times a week i injure myself and it's like oh, i want to do more and at the same time i can't i have to slowly build up into it which i am i'm doing a training training plan at the moment that's uh, really working out and i'm i'm building myself up into the mileage uh, for the marathon next year which again even more exciting stuff it's just like one thing after another for me at the moment this month's going to be amazing going to japan and new car and i can't wait to start running on the track and being able to test out my new speed to test out how far I can go in terms of short runs versus long runs. I mean, I've been doing, you know, anything above 10 miles every Sunday for going on, what year are we in? 2023, so it must be since 2000, I wanna say, so I started to run in 2015, must have been doing long distance runs every Sunday since 2017, I would say, because I was doing like four milers and five milers very early on 
um, and I didn't really keep a lot of track on it early in the early days. Now I've got like Strava, RunKeeper, like loads of different apps to make sure that I'm keeping up with my, and I've got my watch as well to make sure that I'm uh, staying on track with everything. So there's so much, so much opportunity for you as a person if you want to get into running. Like there's so much tech out there to be able to make you on track and to have a plan without you really having to think about it. I mean, that just takes all the pressure off you. Like you know how to do things. You don't need a personal trainer. Yeah, that's one thing. Never get a personal trainer. Why do people do that? Like, genuinely, I don't ever understand it. Just learn it for yourself. Like, you'll make mistakes. That's fine. Just don't don't hire a personal trainer. For God's sake, it's just the worst decision people ever make. It's just so stupid. If I ever, like, literally, I wouldn't even, even though with all of my running knowledge, like, I won't become your trainer, I promise you. Like, you'll hate me after a while because I train the way I want to train. That's... It, and I would be imposing upon you. It'd be like me if I imposed upon you my entire opinion, told you this is the only way to go. God damn it! <laughs> like, India will remain a dictatorship. Woo! <laughs> 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 or be quiet. Why are you guys so anti-dictators? No, that's not the way. I'm just giving you an expression of thought. Like, you don't have to actually take it from fucking gospel. Like, that would be so stupid. No, it's 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 just a, a train of thought, train of fun, entertainment, me taking the piss out of myself in the edit afterwards, of course. Like, just like that's the only way forward, isn't it? You can't take yourself seriously all the time. Like, crumbs. I'd be, I'd be so up my own ass if that was the case. <laughs> Perfect. A self-absorbed jerk-off, a moron, and a bitch. <laughs> and no, that won't be the case ever. Um, I, I assume the comment section will keep me in order at all times forever forever as well on that point. But uh, again, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, I am truly grateful, a word I don't use enough, grateful for, for all of the opportunities I've been given over the past year. 2023 has been an incredible year. I have had... You know, I moan about how tired I am because of it, but it's also because I'm doing so much. Like, it's just non-stop. It's like, I'm either working, I'm either podcasting, I'm either running, I'm either weightlifting, I'm either traveling, I'm seeing family, friends, blah, 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 and you name it. You know, the marathons I've done, the half marathons I've done, the traveling to Australia and back again, the traveling to Japan, the traveling, the the passing my driving test. Like, it's just one thing after another. Like, oh, God. <laughs> kidney punch, kidney punch, kidney punch. And like oh dear it's what it's like when vegeta's like why does he keep kicking me in the dick he keeps kicking me in the dick why why does he keep kicking me in the dick wait i think i might have a way to beat him if you say hit him really hard i swear to god i will kick you in the dick <laughs> he keeps kicking me in the dick it's just the it's that's what life can feel like you know you you gotta be able to take the hits over and over and over again um and i did say this to one of my colleagues the way i work in life with any task ahead i'm more of a a chip away at something i don't just go full horns i chip away at bit by bit over a long period of time and i think that's what makes me uh, a big fan of long distance running because that's exactly what you have to do chipping away at it one bit at a time but i also think it's a really nice metaphor for life like you just chip away at things you got a goal it's going to take a long fucking time but you can do it and i promise you 
I'm here along the way. And don't let anyone say you can't do something. There's nothing I hate more than naysayers. And I, there's also something else that I would say to you as well. There's going to be plenty of people out there who've already done what you've done saying you know acting like they're better than you because they've got a faster running pace or because they've or they can lift more weights than you or they've got a degree and you don't don't let that ever stop you from doing you god damn it i won't have it <laughs> because i remember running a 14 minute mile i remember not being able to bench 60 kg i remember not being able to do pull-ups i remember not having a degree i remember not having a levels i remember not traveling the world i remember not having any money Never forget where you come from. I remember where I was born. I remember the people I grew up with. And this is something that keeps me on my toes, as well as my family and friends taking the piss out of me. Let's keep that on there. But uh, again, keep yourself level. Enjoy life. This has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time, three weeks time. See ya. <laughs> Attention, everyone. Your planet is a mud hole for entitled weaklings, and you're all worthless. I'm going to claim my birthright.